You are listening to Concert Blast. This is Andrea from Franklin, Tennessee, and you're listening to Concert Blast. Hey, this is Kathy, talking to you from Chicago, and you're listening to Concert Blast. Hey, I'm Jen, and I'm from Nashville, and you're listening to Concert Blast. Concert Blast rocks the world! One of these days, you know, it won't be long. You'll look for me, and baby, I'll be long gone. Hi and welcome to Concert Blast. This is Mike Arnold. Brian Hasbrook and Tom Thompson aren't with me. James Down is not with me either. I'm here by myself and I'm talking about the review of the George Thorgood and the Destroyer show at the Wild Horse Saloon in Nashville, Tennessee. What a show. And the place was jam-packed. On St. Patrick's Day, it was a big party. And it was all presented by Nashville, Tennessee's classic rock radio station, 105.9 The Rock. To explain why I'm doing this by myself, we got to the venue and we started unpacking our gear and we realized that there was some kind of something wrong with our equipment so we couldn't even do the intro through the microphone. We tried to do an intro and we tried to do some talking while we were at the venue without the microphone. However, it didn't take very well, but we did happen to uh, get some clips of uh, George hitting the stage and the encore. For starters, I received a text from Tom Thompson saying that he was very sick and he was leaving work early and he didn't think he was going to make the show. And later that night, I got another text from him saying, I am definitely not coming to the show. (laughs) He was really sick. I don't know what was wrong with him. Brian and I got together and we drove to the show, met James Downing down there, and we had a good time at the show. James had to leave early, unfortunately. Brian and I had a great time. Met an old friend down there, Mike Fulgham. Met one of the DJs, Jimmy the K, for Classic Rock Radio Station 105.9 The Rock in Nashville. And we all had a great time together. It was a, a very, very excited crowd. All levels were full. It was from one end to the other. And if it wasn't sold out, it was right underneath being sold out. But it was a great time. And George had more energy than I've ever seen him before. This was my fourth time to see George Thorgood, and every time I've seen him, I seem like I've liked it even more, and this time was no exception. He looked great, and his energy level was very high, and at the end of the show, he was even acting a little like Mick Jagger with a guitar, though. To start off the show, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to take it to the clip of where George Thorgood came out on the stage. Hey, James, have you ever seen George Thorgood?
stage checking over the equipment, so I think it'll be a few more minutes. We got different music and now we got blue lights all over the stage, and I think George Thorgood's about to hit the stage. Yep, time is coming. <laughs> And as you heard, he went into the first song of the night, one of my very favorite George Thurgood songs, Rock Party. He walked right up to the microphone and he goes, and away we go, as they did go, right into the Bo Diddley classic, Who Do You Love? I walked 47 miles of barbed wire, I got a cobra stick for a necktie, a brand new house along the roadside, and it's a made out of rattlesnake hide, got a brand new gin that baby built on top, and it's a made out of human skull, come on take a little walk with me baby and tell me who do you love? There are several instrumental breaks during the middle of the song, and he asked, who do you love? And he says, I hope it's me. George Thorgood didn't hesitate at all to get into the new songs. Well, actually, this came from an album in 2009 called The Dirty Dozen. And for the next song, he selected Run Myself Out of Town. From the day that I saw you. always has good sayings in between songs during songs before songs and at this time he said he said when i woke up this morning well when i woke up this afternoon nobody had to remind me what city i was in of course the place went crazy he went into a george thurgood classic nighttime well i'll get up in the morning kick the covers from my bed the sunlight in my eyes playing tricks on my head i work like a dog on the job every day i try to make some money so i can go and play in the night 
He says, this show is coming to you live right off the barbecue pit. Are you with me? Then the band crashed right into I Drink Along. Now every morning just before breakfast, I don't want no coffee or tea. Just me and my good buddy Wiser, that's all I ever need, cause I drink alone. Yeah, with nobody else. All the band members gathered around the drum kit with George and they're acting like they're just discussing like what's going to be the next song and they just stood there and stood there and the crowd was like getting quiet and then all of a sudden George kind of moved his arms up like aren't you going to make any noise he still had his back to us as they were still talking in a circle and then everybody made some noise as he went into one bourbon one scotch and one beer so stop in a local bar you know people I go to the bar, I rent my coat, I call a bartender, I said, look man, come down here, he got down there, so what you want? I want bourbon, one scotch, one beer, well I ain't seen my baby since I don't know when I've been drinking And of course during that song he always talks about don't drink and drive. George says, get your buddy to drive you. Or get your girlfriend to drive you. Or get your buddy's girlfriend to drive you. Everyone was singing. It was definitely a party. Then George says, this next song I want to dedicate. And he just stood there. And he looked at the crowd as they just yelled. Because the word cash came up on the video screens on each side of the drum kit. And he goes, that's right, Johnny Cash. And don't forget June Carter Cash, too. And he went into Cocaine Blues. You're the dirty hack and shot your woman down. Yes, so yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you've got a warrant, you better read it to me. I shot it down because she made me slow. I thought it was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. They threw me on a free train and hauled me back. Had no friend for to go my bell. They stuck my dried up carcass in that county jail. At the end of the song, he said, yeah, I met them once. And they said they like me. <laughs> he was a nut. Big old grin on his face. It was time to get back into some songs from the Dirty Dozen. He looked at the guitarist and said, he would like to dedicate this next song to all the ladies out there in the audience. And then, of course, you hear the ladies screaming. And then he looked at the drummer and said, and he would like to dedicate this next song to all the girls out there. Girls? And, of course, they all erupted. And then he said, I would like to dedicate this next song to all the women in the house. And of course, everybody went crazy. And they went right into Born Lover. I went to the doctor, I was down full of holes. The nurse cried out, save his soul, he's a born lover. A born lover, well he's a born lover and he knows just what to do. George then said, here's a song for all you sophisticated rockers. He said, I don't know any sophisticated people personally, but you know who you are out there. They went into get a haircut. I hit the big time with my rock and roll band. The future's brighter now than I'd ever planned. I'm ten times richer than my big brother Bobby. He's got 
got a haircut and he's got a real job. Get a haircut and get a real job. Clean your act up and don't be a slob. Get it together like your big brother Bob. Why don't you get a haircut and get a real job? In the middle of the song, George said, How does it feel to be 17 years old again? He said, I want to dedicate that song to my old high school gym teacher. He turned around and looked at the band. He goes, what's next? Then he grabbed another guitar and stepped up to the microphone. He says, do you really want it? Of course, everybody started screaming. And then George said, how bad do you want it? And you heard the little riffs of bad to the bone. On the day I was born, the nurses all gathered around. And they gazed in wide wonder at the joy they had found. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. Toward the end of Bad to the Bone, he did a really good guitar break. And he was moving from one side of the stage to the other. And he looked at the crowd and he goes, pretty good, huh? At the end of the song, though, he didn't hesitate at all. He went right up to the mic and began to sing as soon as they hit their last note on Bad to the Bone. Move it on over. I come in last night about a half past ten. That baby of mine wouldn't let me in. set as everybody yelled for more and this is what it sounded like
When George came out with the band, he went into another song from the Dirty Dozen, Tail Dragger. Everybody laying down there, fast asleep. I'm somewhere making my midnight creep. I'm a tail dragger. I wipe out my tracks. George is wearing a really nice looking hat. As Brian explained, it was like a Frank Sinatra hat or something. But it was really nice looking. More like you would see him wear if he was to play a bunch of blues songs. Which he didn't play that night. During the song Tail Dragger, he also didn't play the guitar. He walked around the stage back and forth, getting all the crowd into it with a wireless mic. And just strutted around and sang the song while the band carried the tune. He picked up the guitar and went right into You Talk Too Much. Well, I lay down in the afternoon, I start the napping. You walk into the room with them jaws are flapping. You keep that motor mouth moving morning, noon, and night. You keep on talking, baby, make my hair turn white. You talk too much. was a really good sax solo. His band consisted of a sax player, he playing guitar with another lead guitarist as they were swapping leads back and forth, of course a bass player and a drummer, but the band was excellent. And he left the stage again. And when he left, we thought it was over. But everybody kept yelling, and he came back to give us one more song, Madison Blues. Ah, you babes all about your Madison shoes. We got a thing we call the Madison Blues. We do the Madison Blues. We do the Madison Blues. We do the Madison Blues, baby. Rock away, Madison Blues, he was actually acting like Mick Jagger at times. He was moving back and forth, moving his hands a certain way, strutting back and forth. He even resembled him a lot. <laughs> it was really funny, and everybody in the crowd thought so too. And I was thinking to myself that, is he acting like Jagger? And then Brian said something to me, and then another guy said something to me, and then several people were saying that. At the end of the song, and he just collapsed on the stage. And then somebody came got his guitar, and he just fell out like he passed out. And here's what it sounded like. Well, George just ended the set and passed out on the stage. The band is gathered around him, and uh, they're looking at us as everybody's yelling. And they're looking like, oh, they're 
And that was the end of the show. However, he did come back one more time just to shake hands during the National Anthem was playing over the PA system. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Like I said, this was probably the best time I've ever seen George Thurgood perform, and I really liked it. No drug out blues songs. It was all rock and roll from the time he said his first words to the very end, and he was sweating up a storm. The guy, I don't know how old he is, uh, but I tell you what, he's in shape. His body looked good. His, he looked healthy. He was very energetic. For the blast scale, I would have to say, I got to take away a point immediately. He had about uh, four or five tick marks from my tick chart from his profanity. And so one point taken away. So the best I can give it is a 9.0. So I am going to give this show an 8.6. I don't know what James and Brian would give it. James loved what he saw before he had to leave, but Brian loved the show too. And he also said this is a whole lot better than we saw him in Memphis at the Memphis in May Festival. Even though that was a fun show because there was about 10,000 fans there enjoying the show and singing along, and that really made it. But this night at the Wild Horse Saloon, it was fabulous how he just his energy level was just above. And, of course, at the end of the show, he says, This is the first time we've ever played the Wild Horse Saloon, and we hope we start a a long-lasting relationship with each other. So I hope you do, too, George, and we we really like it. Of course, I have to admit that I'm a little biased because George Thurgood is one of my favorites of all-time live performers. Although he had some profanity in this show that he hadn't had in other shows, which I don't understand. I never do understand, but... Maybe because it was in a nightclub instead of in a festival. Anyway, this is Mike signing off. And for Brian, for Tom, and for James, God bless you, everybody. And stay tuned for more podcasts from Concert Blast. I want to thank you for letting me be myself again. I get the bow. You get the low bow. How low can you go?